Hello, and welcome to Songwriters Spotlight, the Western Mass Songwriters Collaborative Series. I'm Dr. Dan, your host of the show, where we feature Western Mass songwriters who perform their original songs and talk about the art of songwriting. Stay tuned to explore more about music and the tunesmithing that creates it. Our songwriter on this episode is Marvin Jackson, a newcomer to the Valley and a welcome one. His lyrics, expressive voice and guitar, and use of tempo changes make excellent writing and performing. Hi everybody, I'm Marvin, and thanks so much for watching. Um, I'll do a few songs and then we'll talk for a bit. Uh, this first song is one of those songs about a love that might work out and it might not. You know how that is? It's called uh, Only a Dream. It's just the price of love, I guess Pleasure and pain and all the rest Step too close unto the flame You will never ever be the same Give me all your tears and pain Give me days and nights Sun and rain I'll take your demons You take mine Down the road forever For just a little while Only a dream away Only a dream So close your eyes and sing your song In the morning light, you know I'll be gone Hold me close, but not too tight When the highway calls me late at night On to the midnight moon Wait for another day It's so
Uh, this is a song called Tenderness. Uh, there's a beautiful video on YouTube. Just put Tenderness and slash Marvin Jackson in there if you want to see it. But uh, it's another relationship song, and uh, hopefully uh, we need more tenderness between us all, and that's really what it's about. This is a song about hope during the pandemic. I wrote this pretty much in the middle of the pandemic. I found a text to my friend that said, meet me at the pot of gold. And that sounded like a perfect song. And a uh, pot of gold is not about leprechauns and everything. It's about uh, a place where I met this friend of mine, the pot of gold and hoping to get back there one day. So it's about hope. <clears throat>
I walk these empty streets Silent streets looking for hope Searching for hope And darkness and confusion reign Rain down every day in my soul Raining in my soul So meet me at the pot of gold Meet me on a better day real soon Real soon And touch me like the olden days Touch me, it'll be Yes, it will. You know it will. Will the rising tide carry us away? Are we standing by with nothing to say? Nothing to say In the morning This song is called Wandering. It's about the most uh, autobiographical song I have because uh, I do a lot of my writing just walking around in the woods or on the street. I get a rhythm going in my head and start singing something to it, you know. Big yellow moon in a midnight sky. Somewhere someone starts to cry. That stuff, just the rhythm starts flowing. And this one's called Wandering.
stopped to think Felt like I was a visitor In my own life Signs on the freeway And scenes along the way There's another hole in me Full of things I didn't say songs about time and heartbreak things like that you know it just pours out and uh, here's a song with both of those themes in it it's called tip of my finger the operative line being uh, time resides in the rearview mirror if you know what I mean <clears throat> Yeah. 
tip of my finger to the hole in my soul bits and pieces left behind So this song is called Shiny Little Things. It's about letting go of all the little stuff in your life and the worries and the trinkets that don't really mean anything. You know that. You just, you got to walk away and let them go. And uh, this happened because I played this lick one day. And so I started walking around. What is that? And it came out like shiny little things. Dream vanish in the sun. 
This is a song called Still Remains. It's uh, one of my brokenhearted love songs. Can't help it. You know, when you get your heart broken a million years ago, it's still there. There's a little chink in there, right? And a little hole. And uh, you write from there, you know, artists, writers. You just uh, pull that pain out and filter it through today's pain. Uh, Still Remains. But she's still a mystery Have I been too blind to see What was right in front of me Late at night or break it down Every road I travel on Every word in every song Telling me I might be wrong But I know I will always feel the same Even though all the heartache and the pain Still may Forget 
Like a love you never met Nothing lost and no regret She would always say to me If you love me, set me free Was I just too blind to see What was right in front of me And I know I will always feel the same Even though all the heartache and the pain still remain Thank you so much. Uh, you. I love the expressiveness of your voice and your guitar. Thank uh, you, sir. It's a nice combination. Um, your, your tempo is very a lot. You've got, you got some nice adagios in there, which I enjoy. What's that word? <laughs> Look it up in your funk and wagnalls. Well, I, I, I played in an orchestra when I was eight on clarinet, so I probably know the word. Yeah, but at yeah. the moment, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, your adult topics, you know, not, you know, just things that, that adults experience, uh, which I enjoyed. And, and just some really nice ladies' choice songs there, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like to sing along with some of these. Yeah, and, you know, when, when the ladies want to do a slow dance, they, it's their pick. It's not just some guy coming up mashing on them. So. Oh, good, good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How long have you been doing this? Uh, let's see. Well, you know, it's a long, long story, but we'll chop it up really quickly, you know, clarinet in an orchestra when I was uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah, three or four years, you know, 80-piece orchestra, clarinet, mm -hmm. third section I wasn't any good at all, reading music, you know, trying to get grasp it, you know, I did three or four years of that, but then Beatles on TV, uh, I didn't start playing right away, I went off to finish high school, went off to college, and uh, then Dylan, Wham!, Paul Simon, all of those three. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started learning their songs. And then gradually I would get a little bit of a thing going on my own, started being in bands, started writing a little bit. Uh, at some point in the 80s, wrote a whole album of divorce songs. <laughs> we called them angry love songs. Uh, you know, bottle of vodka, let's write a song. And then uh, moved on into uh, uh, long, a long, long break from playing it all. And then uh, uh, about 12, 13 years ago, I picked up my daughter's guitar and just started writing again. And songs just started pouring out, mm. pouring. I don't know why. It just tapped into something. I don't practice or play my Beatles songs or anything. I just, that goes with this and this goes so... Here we are, and I got eight new songs going on right now in my head. I write like five at a time, you know, mm -hmm. ADD. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that, right? Th oh yeah, that. <laughs> so, is that a quick answer? 
Yeah, yeah. So you were in a rock band, you said. A lot of them. Yeah. Uh, right. Touring the South, Southeast. One band went from Key West to Toronto. We almost made it. We had Saturday Night Live booked up and all these things were gonna happen, you know, and the, and the record deal fell through and then this, fell, you know how the music business yeah. is crazy. So I, I had some touches of, uh, oh, right up in Rolling Stone, some other magazines, but I had some, uh, some ups and downs and then finally I just quit. I, I wanted to have a family. You want to hear a great on-the-road story? It's a typical thing where you're in some town on a stage and people are screaming, wow, wow, great, great, yay. And then two hours later, you're driving down the road in a van watching the cornfield go by going, I'm lonely. I need a family. And I was 35 and I went, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. So stayed home, picked it back up again. I'm sorry, I took 20 years off to raise my daughter with my wife, and then bought her a guitar, which I picked up, and it became fun again, and that's important. Yeah, nice, nice. So, um, what, what, what do you think moves you to do the writing? You kind of alluded to it, but. Mm -hmm. uh, well, um, I just hear it in the air. I, you'll say two words, and I'll put something else with it, and that's pretty good. And, I have notebooks of this stuff that usually I don't ever get back to. Stacks of notebooks of lyrics. Mm -hmm. But when I get a riff going, you know, if I just start with new words and then I might try to find something in the notebooks that might fill it up, but I don't, but you asked me what, uh, what moves me to do it. Um, when I was about six, I noticed my mom singing while she was washing dishes. And I would sneak around to the door and just poke my head in like a dog going, what, what is that? She had this beautiful voice and mm. she would sing and I, I just got it. I just got the language. I just, oh, you know, and she'd sing a sad bluesy song and I would start crying. I'd go, Mom, what's the matter? What is stop? And finally I would just hide under the table when she would sing and just listen to her sing. It just got, I got it. Mm -hmm. And so now it still floats all the time. I, I can't walk 10 feet without hearing music. I, I don't know why. Oh, sounds like fun. It's yeah. a passion and yeah. it's just a chunk of me. That's what it is, it's a chunk of me. Mm -hmm. So what, what kinds of topics do you explore? We have some sense. Um, well, it, it's easy to write a sad song. It's hard. Do you write happy songs? Yeah, you're good at. You're better at that than I am. A lot better. Or songs that uh, are cheerier. Um, I don't want to be sad. I'm not a sad person. I'm an extrovert, and I'm very happy. It's just that when I hear a minor chord in a cello or a, a Beatle <laughs> harmony or something or Paul Simon, you know, I'm just gone. And so I just I work on that kind of thing. I don't technically know much about what I'm even doing. I just um, uh, hear it and feel it. That's kind of the best way to put it. I hear it and feel it. Mm -hmm. So it comes out to the best of my technical abilities. Yeah, so how would you describe your music? <clears throat> uh, some of it is Beatle pop. A lot of it is Americana, folkier, if you, I've got five albums out, five CDs. They're not called albums anymore, yeah. are they? 
and everything's on Spotify and YouTube and all that stuff, but you'll see a progression there where you'll notice the ADD. I'm writing, here's a jazzy song. This one's kind of rock and roll. This one's pretty much rock and roll. This is folky. This is classical. It's got cellos all over it. Mm. There's tons of variety on every uh, one of my records, simply because I go, wow, squirrel. I like that. I, I, that's nice. So it's hard to answer that because it's a very wide range. Uh, love songs, uh, hurt songs. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, well, a lot of emotions. You, you pack emotions in there. That's important. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel it, you're just kind of regurgitating something or just going through the motions, right? Mm -hmm. You have to feel it. You, you must feel it. Or for me, I'm sorry, it's just for me. It's not sure, real yeah. otherwise. Can you, what, what else can you tell us about your songwriting process? Let's see. Well, um, I think... Almost all of the songs are the guitar. I have an electric guitar and several acoustics. And you know, you play a little lick and, ah, oh, that's pretty good. Or you play a little piece of some other song and then you remember, oh, that goes with this. So my pro, oh yeah, yeah, that A minor thing. And then that thing over there fits kind of with this. And so I play it a bunch of times and then Shiny little thing, did a little, some little word will come in. Big yellow moon in the midnight sky. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. And then you just go. So it's inspiration, but it's um, messing around on the guitar mm -hmm. and then putting words to it. Enough guitar stuff to where, wow, that's gonna be a whole song. I can finish it later, but right now, what's it saying? Boom, it's saying, Wow, that still remains, that pain. When you hurt my, broke my heart, that still remains. That's right about that. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Do you do much editing? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, because, you know, you get something that's a bad rhyme or a, a rhyme that's just too cliche. Mm. You know, I mean, it's hard to avoid. We all have to do cliches, but... You don't want to, you know, cringe when you, oh, I wrote that. I have a few cringy songs. <laughs> well, I mean, I could have, you know, like on the radio, when you hear a pretty good song and you just go, why didn't they spend five more minutes on that line? Just five minutes. Come on. <laughs> you know, it drives me cry. I just have to turn it off. Oh, yeah, here comes that line. But so your, your question was about that. And uh, editing, yes, uh, yeah, I work on them a lot. Uh, to make me happy with them. Mm -hmm. And then I start getting them enough to where I can play them, take them into a studio. I have a brilliant producer, Martin Kearns in Atlanta, and we uh, just start patching it together until we're happy with it. Hmm. Let it go. So you have sort of a, an assistant editor there as well. Right? Um, well, actually, I'm sorry. No, I write all the songs by yeah. myself at home. Gotcha. And a few times we'll be in the studio and somebody will move it over, just add uh -huh. a bridge or something. Let's move it. And that all works, too. So there's a few co-writes like that. Mm. My producer mm -hmm. is uh, brilliant, and he'll make it sound beautiful, editing, engineering, producing. And then we produce what we want it to sound like. 
Did that answer your question? No, that sounds like fun. Uh, what a blessing. Magic fun. Mm -hmm. And then we bring in old friends from the Atlanta scene. You know, that's where I'm from. I have a lot of, I know a lot of musicians. So we bring in somebody that would be perfect for that song and we're old buddies. So half the time we're laughing, goofing off. And then we get to the song, get that going. And then we're just laughing again. Okay, bye. See ya. <laughs> Lots of fun. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, what uh, what thoughts do you have for people who are, are songwriters or plan to be songwriters? Well, you have to learn some technique, piano, guitar. Um, I've written four or five songs on the piano, but I don't know what I'm doing. I just, oh yeah, that, yeah, that. I just don't know what it, it I can play them but I don't know what it is. I don't have any technique. But on guitar, what they have to do if they want to start writing is get enough chords down. You get that Dylan songbook or Billy Joel or whatever you want to play like, Beatles. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jude, don't be afraid. I sat in a University of Georgia stairwell in a dorm for six months with a Dylan songbook going, how many, that's a G. Rose must you did this. <laughs> you did the same thing. So yeah. then you know enough chords. I took three lessons from a friend who was a real technical master, learned scales, and then tried to forget them. You know, I don't want to play a lot of notes. I just want passion. So my advice is, you know, you've got to learn the instrument some. John Prine said, he's the worst guitar player you've ever heard. He said, give me five seconds and I'll teach you what I do. He says that on some <laughs> videos. So it doesn't matter if you're any good at all. It doesn't matter if you're any good because then you put your own thing to it, your own stamp to it. Or even if you're doing cover music, that's fine. You just, you do what you feel. That's mm -hmm. the whole key. Mm -hmm. So uh, is there anything you want to add uh, for our viewers and listeners? Yeah, um, just uh, <clears throat> be aware of what you're hearing. Take notes. I do a lot of voice memos. I have notebooks. Uh, record little bits of songs that you've got an idea for it, and you might not get back to it, and you might, you know. But uh, here's a great example. Uh, one day, the this lady at my mom's nursing home ran up to me and said, uh, Marvin, you got to hear what your mom told me. Um, I asked her advice on what to do with my life. Should I retire, go into teaching? What do I do? And your mom said, dance till you can't dance no more. Yeah. I just ran out in the parking lot and started writing that, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and there you go. You, you be aware of what makes you happy and what you want to say or just Music, just love the music. That's all you got to do. Love what you do. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, there's a lot to love and a lot to love in your music. Oh, thanks. And you too, man. You are awesome too. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thanks to, to you and uh, our audience. Dan, okay. thank you so much. Sure. Thanks for watching our show. I would like to acknowledge the support of the Western Mass Songwriters Collaborative, promoting the original music scene in Western Massachusetts. 
If you want to learn more about the WMSC, go to their Facebook page. Thanks for watching. I'm Dr. Dan. I hope you'll tune in again for the show that puts a spotlight on songwriters.